Welcome to the Encountering Jesus with Bruce Byrne daily podcast. Thank you for joining me. I'm glad you're here. Today is Tuesday, week 21, day two. Take a moment to work through the four items of the pre-flight checklist on your own and by memory. Today's podcast is titled, The Lost Son, Part 4. And we continue with our study of the parable of the lost son. Our Bible reading is from the 15th chapter of Luke. When he came to his senses, he said, How many of my father's hired servants have food to spare, and here I am starving to death. I will set out and go back to my father and say to him, Father, I have sinned against heaven and against you. I am no longer worthy to be called your son. Make me like one of your hired servants. So he got up and went to his father. The younger son, hungry and having squandered his wealth, comes to his senses and decides to return to his father. Does coming to his senses indicate that the son realizes how foolish he has been? Does it mean that he's sorry for squandering his father's wealth? Does it mean that he regrets insulting his father? Does it imply repentance of any kind? According to Dr. Kenneth Bailey, it does not. Jesus, in the telling of this parable, carefully avoids using words that would indicate that the younger son repented. The son doesn't begin his journey home to seek reconciliation with the father whose heart he broke. He goes home because his stomach is empty and he wants a job through which he can feed himself and, perhaps, begin to pay back the money he squandered. Given enough time, perhaps he can earn his way back into the family. The son's speech, while it starts off well, fails to address the deepest issue. The son thinks the issue is the squandered money, not the relationship which he failed to honor and value. The money could eventually, at least in theory, be paid back, but the relationship is another matter entirely. The mindset of the son, that of earning his way back into good standing with the father, is, surprisingly, very similar to that of the Pharisees. They see sinners like the son in this parable, ungrateful fools who are unlikely to ever be able to atone for their sins, even if they were inclined to attempt to do so. So far, they are pleased with Jesus' parable. They agree with the parable's characterization of sinners, and they agree that for the sinner to be brought back into the fold, the sinner must make up or atone for their sin. Jesus, as we shall see, has other ideas. And we'll continue with this tomorrow. Today's questions. Question 1. Given the amount of money the younger son squandered, How likely is he to be able to earn his way back into good standing with the Father? And question two, if you were required to atone for your sin, how much time and effort would be required? For our meditation today, return to one of the meditations that has had the most impact on you and make two passes through it. On the first pass, observe the scene as it unfolds. On the second pass, enter into the scene from the perspective of the main participant. If possible, do so from memory, unaided by Scripture. If necessary, refresh your memory with Scripture. 
And for a list of the encounters, you can always go to EncounteringJesusForLife.com and scroll down to the devotions. Thank Jesus for the aspect of his character that is revealed in the encounter. For worship today, Jesus has atoned for your sin. He has done for you that which you couldn't do for yourself. Thank him for all he has done to restore you to the Father. Our concluding prayer. Jesus, we cannot atone for our sin, but we can live lives of gratitude for all you've done for us. Help us to do so. Amen. Let's pray together. Jesus, we cannot atone for our sin, but we can live lives of gratitude for all you've done for us. Help us to do so. Amen. Today, remember to pray for the people you know who need emotional healing.